Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. For five years on your new windows, visit windownation.com. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Dry here this morning, but tracking some big changes coming our way later today. This morning's temperature is about 27 to 32 degrees. Later today, we'll get up to 50. We'll turn mostly cloudy, too. And rain comes into the area after about 5 p.m. So developing between 5 and 7 p.m., rain overspreads the area and continues until about 2 to 3 o'clock Saturday morning. We're expecting around one inch of rain that could lead to some flooding. So we do have a flood watch that starts at 6 p.m. today. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Ron. Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. 35 degrees in Washington at 159. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. And a good Friday morning, January 12th. Welcome in for the 2 a.m. hour. Dean Lane coming up a developing story this morning out west. Everyone on board a crashed Navy helicopter in San Diego said to have survived this morning. U.S. and several allies launched strikes at targets in Yemen. We'll have an update. Maryland's gun licensing law heads back to court. A top Maryland elections board member resigns after being arrested on charges tied to January 6th. I'm Kate Ryan. How to make it harder for hackers to hijack your Facebook profile. I'm Mike Marilla. Looking for a new restaurant experience? It's coming to the district. I'm Sandra Jones. Slight movement on Wall Street ends mixed at the trading bell Thursday. Asian stocks mixed this morning. Good morning. Welcome in. It's 2 o'clock on WTOP. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I'm Wendy Gillette. The Naval Air Force says six crew members were rescued after a Navy helicopter went down in San Diego Bay during routine training. Spokesperson Commander Beth Teach. We know that the uh, crew all survived. They were moved promptly ashore and are undergoing medical evaluation. The Israel-Hamas war could spread to a regional conflict after the U.S. and U.K. launched more than a dozen airstrikes on Houthi rebels in Yemen who have attacked ships in the Red Sea. CBS News correspondent Nancy Cordes. The Houthis are backed by Iran. The missiles and the drones that they've been using to strike commercial ships, those come from Iran. And it may be that uh, the U.S. felt that this is a way to send a message to Iran, but not by striking Iran itself, which would certainly brought in this conflict, but by striking uh, an ally, these, these Houthis in Yemen. President Biden's son, Hunter, was in court on federal tax charges. Correspondent Catherine Herridge was in the courtroom. I was sitting about 25 to 30 feet away from the president's son, who appeared somewhat tentative as he sat with his defense attorneys. The judge moved very quickly. He has set a trial date for June 20th. He asked Hunter Biden if he understood the serious nature of the charges against him. He said, yes, I do, Your Honor. And then he entered a plea of not guilty. Former President Donald Trump was also in court as his New York civil fraud case wrapped up. And he made his opinions known to the judge. Correspondent Robert Costa explains. Trump spoke up and veered outside the bounds of what the judge said he could say, lashing out and making false accusations against the judge and the New York Attorney General. This is a fraud on me. What's happened here, sir, is a fraud on me, Trump claimed. 
You can't listen for more than one minute. This has been a persecution he directed at Ngoran, prompting the judge to cut him off and tell Trump's attorneys to control your client. Environmental officials in eastern New Mexico will offer those near and on Cannon Air Force Base testing for compounds known as Forever Chemicals, or PFAS. Air Force civil engineer Christopher Gerke is overseeing the testing. We are currently in that remedial investigation phase, which is to determine the nature and extent of the PFAS impacts both on Cannon Air Force Base and off base. Lisa Marie Presley's memoir will be posthumously published this fall. It's in collaboration with her daughter. The publisher says most of the words are from Presley herself. This is CBS News. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Looking for a career path with flexibility, great pay and benefits? Go to Progressive.com slash careers and apply online today. WTLP at 203. Good Friday morning, January 12th, 2024. Clear, cold this overnight early morning. Veronica says the low should be 27 to 35. We're at 35 in Washington right now. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. We thank you for taking us along for your early morning ride. Topping the stories we're following for you this morning on WTOP here at home. Maryland's handgun licensing law, we're told this morning, is headed back to federal court. The 4th U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals in the case granting the state's petition for the full court to rehear a case on Maryland's law that required people to get a license before buying a handgun. That measure, you may remember, was thrown out back in November by a three-judge panel which ruled the law was, at the time, unconstitutional. The Westmore administration requested the hearing for the full court's review last month. Governor Moore says he welcomes the court's decision in the end, adding... Common sense gun laws are vital, he says, to his commitment to keep guns out of the wrong hands in Maryland and save lives at the same time. A Maryland State Board of Elections official facing charges this morning tied to the January 6th Capitol attack, including apparently urging police officers to join us after breaching barricades that day on the U.S. Capitol. 52-year-old Carlos Ayala of Salisbury, a member of the Maryland State Board of Elections, resigned after his arrest on charges tied to the rioting at the U.S. Capitol January 6th, including one felony count. According to the U.S. Attorney's Office, Ayala breached the barricades and was seen with a flag that said, We the People and Defend, and featured an image of an M16-style rifle. That same flag was seen on security video from inside the Capitol, poking through a window, jabbing at a Capitol Police officer. In March, he stood before a Maryland committee to accept the nomination to the State Board of Elections. At that time, he told the committee... Ensuring that people have fair and uh, equal access to the polls, um, super important. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. WTOP News time, now 2.05 Friday morning. Let's talk transportation issues on WTOP this Friday. Could more funding for Metro be tied to that new sports arena planned in Alexandria, Virginia? The question comes locally as the Virginia General Assembly is back at work this week in Richmond. We've just started that process in listening to the community engaging with local and, of course, statewide elected leaders. Republican Governor Glenn Youngkin is working with the democratically controlled General Assembly as he pushes for the approval of a new arena in Alexandria for the Capitals and Wizards. As part of the negotiations, Democratic leaders have said they would like to see additional funding for Metro. Youngkin tells WTOP he is open to that idea, but it wouldn't be a rubber stamp. We need a business plan for the Metro. 
provide us a business plan that we can then have confidence that we're not going to be right back at the table in two years' time worried about Metro again. And that has been my primary ask. Nick Einelli, WTOP News. WTOP News time, now 2.06. To the dead world, earlier this week here at WTOP, we told you about two women whose Facebook pages were taken over months ago by hackers trying to push an apparent cryptocurrency scam. So how can you try and protect yourself from something similar? For one of the victims, hackers got into their Facebook account by hacking into an old email address still linked to the account. But for months, they reported it to Facebook and nothing happened. Though after WTOP reported the story, Facebook did delete the profile. Digital expert Kim Commando says you should check for old emails on your account. I've been on Facebook since 2009, and at that time, you could have multiple email addresses. Also, check for old phone numbers and... Do not use the same password for all your other accounts. A password manager can help. Also, Facebook allows you to view your profile as the public sees it. Use that to see what personal details you may not realize you're giving away. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. WTOP at 2.07 Friday morning. A little taste of this, a little taste of that. A flavor here, a flavor there you never try. In case you didn't know, D.C. Restaurant Week starts up Monday, January 15th, runs through Sunday, the 21st of January. Whether it's lunch or dinner, D.C.'s Winter Restaurant Week will showcase a variety of eateries throughout the district. We've seen a number of higher-end restaurants participate in Restaurant Week for the first time. Sean Townsend is the president and CEO of the Restaurant Association of Metropolitan Washington. Starting at $25 a person, you can get a three-course lunch. While dinner will cost you $40 to $55 a person, some restaurants will offer to-go menus. It's all part of an effort to help the restaurant industry thrive. We rolled it out, we introduced it, and we saw folks sign up. And so obviously there's a demand for it, but we still wanted to keep Restaurant Week affordable because we do understand and value that it is for the consumer. Sandra Jones, WTOP News. And a good Friday morning, January 12th. Welcome into WTLP. Time now is 2.08. How do you keep up in a world that refuses to slow down? WTOP News. That's how. Get up to speed. Check back with us two, three, four times a day. WTOP News. Facts matter. Traffic and weather on the gates. Good morning to Ken Berger and the WTOP Traffic Center. Good morning, Dean. Good morning, everybody. Good looking ride continues all through the DMV. However, multiple work zones, including in Maryland at the Bay Bridge, the eastbound span is shut down. Two-way operations set up on the westbound span. No delays. Eastbound 100 between Arundel's Boulevard and 170 Telegraph Road. The single right lane gets by that work zone. The left lane is closed. In Prince George's County, Capitol Beltway in a loop at Pennsylvania Avenue. Right lane is blocked because of the road work. However, watch out for intermittent closures in the left lanes. Northbound 201 between Eastern Avenue and US 50. Right lane and the merge lane blocked and then north of College Park US 1. Left lane blocked in either direction between Cherry Hill Road and Sunnyside Avenue. Also in Prince George's County, right lane blocked on Maryland 212 northbound between Beltsville Drive and Old Gunpowder Road just to the west of 95 with a brief delay. Also in Howard County on southbound 95, prior to 32 Patuxent Parkway, left lane closed because of the road work. And then southbound 29 between 175 and Broken Land Parkway, the right lane is closed. In Virginia, multiple work zones up and down the 95 corridor, including northbound just before Centerport Parkway, left lane left shoulder closed because of construction 
Then northbound 95 heading up to Quantico. The center lane, right lane, and right shoulder blocked because of pothole patching operations on the southbound side of 95 south of the Prince William Parkway. In the main lanes, there are two left lanes blocked, and then 95 southbound in the express lanes between Opens Boulevard and Dale Boulevard. Right lane is closed. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Brought to you by Longfence. Save 15% on Longfence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. When traffic takes a turn for the worse, you'll hear about it first on WTOP. Northbound 95 has been shut down in Maryland. Traffic updates every 10 minutes on the 8th. I heard it on WTOP. WTOP News. Facts matter. So Friday morning is going to be dry, but Friday night looking wet. Between 5 and 7 p.m., some rain will develop and continue until about 2 to 3 o'clock in the morning. There is a flood watch that goes up from 6 p.m. Friday until 6 a.m. Saturday. Could get more than an inch of rain. Expect clouds on the increase. Temperatures this morning in the 20s. Most neighborhoods will climb to about 50 degrees. 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Money News at 10 and 40 on WTOP. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. The curtain rises this morning on fourth quarter earnings season with a number of big banks reporting their results. The bar has been set high after an index that tracks major bank stocks gained 23% last quarter. We'll also hear from Delta Airlines. Investors want to hear more about its expansion plans for 2024. Stocks were little changed yesterday after the market fought back from some big losses. Interest rate concerns have markets on edge after the government's December consumer price report came in hotter than expected yesterday. Cleveland Fed President Loretta Mester told Bloomberg that March is probably too soon for a rate cut. We'll see a report on December wholesale prices this morning. It may be a while before Japan's Nippon Steel finds out whether it will be allowed to buy U.S. steel. Sources say a U.S. national security review may not be complete till 2025. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. No matter who we are or where we come from, we all experience difficulties in life. Military veterans know that sometimes it takes strength and determination to make it through. Whether it's physical challenges or struggles on the inside, it takes strength to ask for help when you need it. Learn how veterans like us have reached out for help and hear stories of strength and recovery at maketheconnection.net. Black men are the most likely Americans to die from lung cancer, and black people develop the disease earlier in life than others. Federal guidelines have nearly doubled the number of black Americans eligible for lung cancer screening. Insurance companies are required to cover these tests for those ages 50 to 80 who smoke or used to smoke. If that's you, talk to a doctor about lung cancer screening. For more information and to find a screening center near you, visit acr.org slash mylcs. That's acr.org slash mylcs. Are you prepared for an emergency or disaster? Because it's not a matter of if, but when. Don't find yourself saying, I'll trust water bottles and a flashlight to save the day, but I'll be proved wrong. With a tornado approaching, I'll realize that I like a wheelchair-accessible shelter. When the floodwaters rise, I'll be up in the attic with 20 cans of beans. It's a recipe for disaster. Let's prepare so we all have a better story to tell. Get started at ready.gov slash older adults. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. This is WTOP News. There are 
a couple of approaches these days to using those credit cards. Some of us pay off that balance every single month, and the banks and credit card companies probably hate us for that because they're not making any money. But we've now learned here at WTOP, it seems that nearly half of credit card holders carry a balance month to month. And that's a lot more people doing that now these days compared to, say, two years ago. This morning, Bankrate senior industry analyst Ted Rossman joins our Dimitri Sotis with some advice for you. Unfortunately, more people are carrying more debt for longer periods of time. I do think that inflation and higher interest rates are both a big part of the story. Of course, everything seems to cost more these days. And it's not only things that we directly put on our credit cards either, by the way. Sometimes it's indirect. Sometimes it's that you're paying more for rent or health care or, or other things. Uh, it tends to be practical things that get people into credit card debt, namely emergency expenses and day-to-day expenses. So while it may be uh, either convenient or just the way some people think that, oh, you have a lot of credit card debt, you must have splurged on that big TV or whatever, it's usually not the case. That's right. Yeah, it's usually practical stuff. Unfortunately, though, it's a tough cycle to break because the average credit card charges a record high 20.74%. So that kind of brings us back to the other side of inflation, which is the higher interest rates meant to combat it. And yes, inflation's coming down, but there's been a cumulative toll there. And these higher interest rates are really a whopper. I mean, if you make minimum payments toward the average credit card balance, which is around $6,000, you'll be in debt for 17 years and you'll pay about $9,000 just in interest. So that's where we want to come up with a plan. If you can't afford to pay it all right away, Maybe consider a 0% balance transfer card. That's a great strategy that can consolidate your debt and pause that interest clock for up to 21 months. We heard some advice recently that if you're juggling several different credit cards and you've got to start paying it down, maybe you find the one with the smallest balance, maybe $500, just as an example. If you could pay that off, doesn't that give you a little psychological boost that you're on your way? It can. That's known as the snowball method to debt payoff, which is where you start with the lower amounts But like a snowball rolling downhill, you gain momentum and then you feel more able to tackle the larger amounts. There's another winter metaphor known as the avalanche method where you pay your debts from highest interest rate to lowest. That's going to save you more money mathematically. But I do think a lot of debt payoff is behavioral. Lastly, Ted, I had promised that we'd talk a little broader economy. We can't go into manufacturing and the whole bit. But uh, does this credit card situation paint a broader picture for 2024 economically? I think it's the ultimate all news is local issue and not geographically, but rather at the household level. Half of cardholders have debt and we've talked about how expensive that can be. The other half, life is pretty good. They're paying in full, they're avoiding interest, they're benefiting from rewards and buyer protections. I think that's actually emblematic of broader inequality in the economy. Basically, the big picture, I think, is more positive than a lot of people realize. Even though inflation has been stressing people out, I actually think most people's finances are better than they think. The job market's been strong. Economic growth has been strong. The problem is that none of this feels great because it feels like high inflation is gobbling up whatever gains you're making. So hopefully more progress to come this year on that front. That's Bankrate Senior Industry Analyst Ted Rossman on WTOP with our Dimitri Silva. 
quick look at some of the top stories we're following at TOP this early Friday morning. The U.S. and other allies conduct strikes against the Iran-backed Houthi rebels in Yemen following more than two dozen attacks on shipping interest in the Red Sea. Hunter Biden pleads not guilty this week to federal tax charges filed after the collapse of a plea deal that could have settled the case against him. And Donald Trump, former president, defies a judge this week, gives a courtroom speech on the tense final day of his New York civil fraud. More in just minutes. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Stay up to date with WTOP News and 7 News First Alert Weather. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks on WTOP. An accident-free ride all through the DMV, not uh, seeing any lanes closed because of accidents. However, there are lanes closed because of work zones, including in Maryland on the eastbound span of the Bay Bridge is shut down with two-way operations on the westbound span, one lane open either direction. Also in Anne Arundel County on 100 eastbound between Arundel Mills Boulevard and Maryland 170 Telegraph Road, the single right lane getting by the road work with the left lane is shut down. In Prince George's County on the Capitol Beltway in a loop at Pennsylvania Avenue, Right lane closed because of the road work. There are intermittent closures in the left lanes. Northbound 201 between Eastern Avenue and US 50. Right lane and the merge lane closed by the the road work. And then north of College Park, US 1 left lane blocked in both directions between Cherry Hill Road and Sunnyside Avenue. In Howard County, southbound 95 prior to Maryland 32, Potuxen Parkway, left lane is blocked. Also in Howard County, southbound 29 between 175 and Broken Land Parkway, the right lane is closed. In Virginia, multiple work zones up and down either side of 66, including westbound at the Roosevelt Bridge for overhead sign repair. The right lane, my shoulder closed. Then, uh, then westbound 66 after the Roslyn Tunnel, left lane getting by the road work. Want to test an electric car? Plug into fitsmall.com and find your electric ride today. Check out the new Subaru Solterra, Hyundai Ioniq, or the Toyota BZ4X at fitsmall.com. That's the Fitzway. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Mainly clear and cold this morning. Temperatures in the upper 20s to lower 30s. We'll see clouds increase. We'll very quickly go from partly cloudy skies to mostly cloudy here for the afternoon on your Friday. Temperatures will top out around 50 degrees but continue to climb for Friday evening. We've got rain too that is set to move in between 5 and 7 p.m. and continue until about 2 to 3 a.m. Saturday morning. Could get about an inch of rain in parts of the area under a flood watch. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Ring in the new year with the ultimate timeless gift, a diamond from Diamonds Direct. Whether you're ready to pop the question or celebrating a lifetime of love in 2024, Diamonds Direct can make this New Year's one to remember forever. Diamonds Direct is the area's destination for exquisite diamonds in all shapes and sizes. And our nationwide price guarantee ensures you'll get the best value, period. To showcase that spectacular diamond, we have literally thousands of designer settings from all the top names like Takori, Viraggio, Simon G, Ajafi, and many more. And our experts will guide you every step of the way with the education you want and the respect you deserve. Engagement rings, wedding bands, eternity bands, fashion rings. At Diamonds Direct, we specialize in the ultimate symbol of love, and we welcome the opportunity to celebrate with you. So start the new year with some new excitement, new hope, and some new bling. Diamonds Direct, across from Tyson's Corner Center and in Rockville off Rockville Pike and proud sponsor of UVA Athletics. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Are you excited about being a new grandmother? Of course I am. A little intimidated, too. Why? Taking care of a baby today is so different than when I had you. But, Mom, 
You did great with me. Thanks, son. But I put you on your stomach to sleep. Right. But now we know that babies should always be placed on their backs to sleep for naps and at night to reduce the risk of sudden infant death syndrome or SIDS. Hmm. You also slept with blankets and toys in your crib. True. But now we know to keep everything out of the crib except for my sweet baby girl. No blankets, pillows, or other soft or loose items. Daddy's going to teach Nana all the ways to keep you safe while you sleep. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. For more tips on safe sleep for babies, visit safetysleep.nichd.nih.gov. That's safetysleep.nichd.nih.gov. Sponsored by the Eunice Kennedy Shriver National Institute of Child Health and Human Development. This is WTOP News. Let's talk politics. Campaign 2024 on WTOP. New to this morning is former Maryland Governor Larry Hogan prepping for a presidential run after the Republican has now apparently stepped away recently from the No Labels Board. That was last month. Hogan's resignation letter at the time, dated on December 15th, actually holds no particular details about why he left the third-party effort. Hogan had long been at the center of discussions about a potential presidential campaign with no labels. The group is pledging still to put forward a unity ticket that it says will include one Democrat and one Republican. There's a break this morning in an investigation into a string of armed robberies in Maryland, and the victims are taxi cab drivers. Police say in each of the six cases, a man called an independent taxi service requesting a ride. Once in the car, he displayed a gun and demanded money. Now, Prince George's County Police say they've arrested 24-year-old Francisco Chavez Ramirez. When they searched him, he had the exact kind of replica gun that the victim said was pulled on them. Police said Chavez Ramirez has a Admitted all the armed robberies. They want to hear from other potential victims who haven't yet reported being robbed. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. In health-related news this morning, mass mandates coming back locally to a Maryland hospital system we hear this morning. Johns Hopkins Medicine says with the increase in RSV, flu, and COVID, it will make mask wearing mandatory starting today, this Friday, for employees, patients, and visitors at all of its locations in Maryland. Hopkins says the mask requirement is also necessary, they think, because vaccination rates for the general public right now when it comes to the issues of flu, RSV, and COVID remain very low. The mask requirement goes into effect at Suburban Hospital in Bethesda, Howard County General, and the Hopkins Hospitals overall in Baltimore later today, this Friday. We now know what temporarily shut down the Prince George's County Animal Shelter. The county says many dogs at the shelter came down with a bacterial virus called Strepzo. It's highly contagious and can be deadly for dogs if not caught early. The disease is normally found in horses, cattle, and pigs and can cause, we're told, severe pneumonia in dogs. The outbreak forced the animal shelter to shut its doors last week and quarantine all of the animals at the time. It's staying closed, we're told, right now until further notice. The government is asking automakers how they plan to protect people from being stalked or harassed by partners who have access to vehicle location and other data. Nine large automakers received a letter from the chairwoman of the Federal Communications Commission asking for details about their connected car systems. Nearly all new vehicles have features that use telecommunications to find cars in parking lots, start the engine remotely, and even connect with emergency responders. Those features rely on wireless connectivity and location data that in the wrong hands could be used to harm someone. 
The FCC wants to know if auto companies have policies in place to remove access to connected apps and other features if a request is made by someone who is being abused, and if companies can remove access even from someone whose name is on the vehicle's title. I'm Lisa Dwyer. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. 